Hello from the Global Legal Hackathon 2018 in Denver, Colorado. I'm Kelsey Johnson. I'm Carolyn Groh. Larkin Reynolds. Catherine Snow. Yev Muchnik. And we're on the road with Legal Talk Network. And we're back. Thank you so much for joining us on the road. Uh, Today, we're talking about women in technology and the law. First off, each of you tell us a little bit about yourself. Where do you work? What do you do? And is this your first hackathon? So I work at Law Toolbox here in, I'm based here in Denver, Colorado. We are a SaaS-based legal software solution that automates court deadlines. I head up our strategic partnerships with legal software providers and with Microsoft. I have never done a hackathon thus far, and I'm super excited to be here today. I'm Larkin. I am head of strategy at ESQ Legal, a co-working space here in Denver that is a legal co-working space focusing on technology and business and increasing access to justice in this community. I have never done a legal hackathon before, although I have done a hackathon. I'm Catherine, and I'm an attorney at Sherman & Howard, and I work in our Denver office. I practice securities law on the day-to-day, but I'm also involved in developing our firm's new digital currency and blockchain technology practice. And uh, this is my first hackathon. I'm really excited to be here and uh, excited to pitch tonight. I'm Yev, and I'm the founder of ESQ Legal. And thank you, Larkin, for the great introduction. Um, Larkin and I are also part of Nomos Legal, which is a blockchain and ICO legal advisory company. And I have also never been part of a hackathon before, so I'm really excited, and this is awesome, and woohoo! I'm actually Kelsey Johnson. I'm the marketing manager at Legal Talk Network, and this is my first hackathon, too. I was heavily involved in setting it up, and I was so excited that there were so many women here because it's not often something that you see in technology or the law, and so the combination of two, it was just really amazing to me, and I was totally excited that there were so many women that showed up. And what we thought was going to happen was that there was going to be a team of just women, but instead, what happened was we each sort of joined a separate group and uh, ended up working uh, with a lot of the men that are here. Do you think this was valuable? You know, why do you, why do you think that that ended up happening in general? I've thought about this a little bit. One of the great things about hackathons in general, and then I think this community, is that when people pitch ideas, the folks who've come not belonging to a team already have a chance to sign up with whatever project is most inspiring to them and most excites the experiences that they've had and the problem-solving goals that they have in their professional lives. And so I think people just naturally gravitated, you know, to the projects and it was focusing on the substance that really led all four of us here to be on different projects here at the the hackathon. So I thought that was pretty cool. And did anyone learn anything really exciting or that they didn't think they were going to or... Well, I came into this hackathon trying to rally women to come get involved. And I've just recently been in Washington, D.C., representing a new group that I became an advisory board member for, and I'm really promoting women in technology. So 
while I did a lot of work in that area, I didn't quite expect to be pulled into a team myself. I don't have a technology background in terms of being able to code. So what I learned from this event is that it really takes a community of all different types of talents. And Hackathon is not about just coders. It's really about people with ideas and entrepreneurial minds and organizations. So it's been a really interesting learning experience starting Friday night at around five o'clock. Actually starting before that, because our team came to the hackathon with three different companies. We planned, we talked about it a little bit and kind of planned it out before we got here. So it's it's been an interesting experience. I think it's been wonderful for me, at least, this is Catherine, <laughs> to connect with women in the blockchain and especially women who are in the legal field and working with the blockchain. It's, it's a field and an industry that I think is at its infancy still. And it's exciting to meet a group of people who are shaping the technology, especially when it's women who are shaping the technology and who are going to be building it out and shaping the future of the regulation, at least from the legal side of things. So uh, it's great to, to meet all of you. Likewise, I'll second everything everybody said. And I think it's really exciting to see what can happen over a weekend and how many immensely talented people there are and passionate people there are. And if you put them together, what can happen, what magic can happen. And I've definitely learned a lot about the tech component, the actual back-end component, which you know often scares women in tech because we are idea people and we are pioneers in so many different areas. But when we don't know something, we often get kind of detracted from taking it to that next step. So it's been everybody's kind of become like little family units and uh, it's been great. I will say that I also only plan to host and organize podcasts and I got dragged into a group as well. So <laughs> it was a really welcoming community for sure. And I've gotten, I'm a marketer, you know, I've, I've learned some code from working in a technology company. I know some about the law from working for Legal Talk Network. But I have learned so much just from working with these developers, and I've been able to add a lot of value as well. So it was, it's been a really exciting weekend for me. Does anyone have any comments about the future of women in the legal industry and the tech industry? And, you know, I know you said a little bit about the uh, blockchain um, as well. Uh, do we see anything coming down the line? Well, I guess what I would have to say about the future for women in technology is that it's really critical for the success of our country really to draw from that workforce. And I think that it's important for women when they think about technology to not think of it as, I need to know how to code. It's really all about technology being part of everything we do. You know, it's looking at our children and seeing how they interact and social media. And, you know, if you want to start a pizza parlor, you're probably going to be using technology to make your business successful or not. And so I really feel as though the way that we are successful is really, in my mind, there are two areas that I'm focusing on. One is just wherever I go, I try to bring women together. So super excited about ABA Tech Show next week. I'll just throw in a, a quick word for the event that we're doing on March 7th and bringing women together in Chicago at 8.30 um, after opening night. Whether you're attending ABA Tech Show or not, please come join us. That is one component. The other piece of women in the future of technology, I think, is really getting our children, elementary school girls 
engaged because I have children of my own and it is hard for them in middle school to start to really dig in and feel comfortable in that environment. And I think if we can get girls starting in the elementary school age, that's an important thing. Uh, I second everything that you said, Carolyn. One thing that occurs to me, I'm coming into this hackathon off of the Startup Weekend Women's Edition that was held here in Denver, put on by Techstars. And that was an amazing community of primarily women and then some awesome guys who came and helped out with uh, the project that we were doing on technical and non-technical sides. But women are 50% of any marketplace, right? So we've got, you know, attorneys, clients, technologists, marketers, what have you. And I think the future of technology is women. It's it's just a matter of time. So um, I'm excited to see what events like this do to move technology along in all parts of our communities. Awesome. So to close out, I'm going to ask each of you to let our listeners know if they want to follow up with you, how they can reach you, and if you have an event um, coming up uh, that you encourage women to join or be a part of, please mention that as well. So this is Carolyn Grow, and you can find me on Twitter, and that's at Carol. Lynn Grow. That's two L's and two N's and then G-R-O-W. You can find me, this is Larkin, on Instagram and a little bit on Twitter, but more so on Instagram. Usually posts about my dog or about ESQ Legal at Larkin.Reynolds. This is Catherine. You can find me on LinkedIn at Catherine Snow. This is Yev Muchnik. Um, just wanted to announce that there will be a global women in blockchain event sometime in April, I believe, or summit, April 19th and 20th. Please check back on the dates. And you can find me at yev at esqlegal.com, Y-E-V at esqlegal.com. Well, we've reached the end of the road for today's episode. Thank you for joining us today. And thanks to our listeners for tuning in. If you like what you heard today, please rate us in Apple Podcasts. And we'll see you next time for another episode on the road with Legal Talk Network. If you'd like more information about what you've heard today, please visit legaltalknetwork.com. Subscribe via iTunes and RSS, find us on Twitter and Facebook, or download our free Legal Talk Network app in Google Play and iTunes. The views expressed by the participants of this program are their own and do not represent the views of, nor are they endorsed by, Legal Talk Network, its officers, directors, employees, agents, representatives, shareholders, and subsidiaries. None of the content should be considered legal advice. As always, consult a lawyer.